Join our programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Welcome to Keologus Crack. Kicking her off with a bit of I'll Tell Me Ma. Aha, uh-huh, happy you, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Indeed. I used to know the words of, uh, all the words of that song. You I did? I sing them when I was a little fella, yeah. Oh, I bet you were my a cute parents, little lad singing that. bring me into the room and say, sing that song, you know. Uh, anyway. Good. But good very good. So, what's going on with you? Not a lot now, you yeah. know, Valentine's Day. Good man yourself. All, uh, big uh, romantic night tonight planned, have you? I have, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Good for you. Myself and the dog. We're going to go for a walk tonight. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like it. We got a bit of a different look to the uh, to the studio here today now. Nothing like it on Valentine's I Day to have pretty lady in the uh, studio for <laughs> sure. Yes, we've got Yvonne Morley here to tell us about a big event going on in Abu Dhabi in two weeks' time. And uh, we'll have her on periodically here to tell us all about what is a uh, looking like shaping up to be a fantastic event. Canada will be represented, so we'll get all the details on that. Welcome into the studio, though, Yvonne. Thank you very much, and good morning, everyone. Very good. I would say, apart from you and I and Jay, she's in the studio probably the fourth most. Yeah, she's say. starting to uh, pass Narita Fleming now. She has, actually. Yeah. I think she's surpassed her. Yeah? Though. Yeah. 
All Absolutely. Right. Well, we'll have to solve that now. Yeah. And no <laughs> baked treats, by the way. No, never happened. Brought baked treats before, but none today. Very never disappointing. Happens. Yeah. Maybe um, you'd have to cook them anyway. Ah, uh, probably. She'd only be the messenger. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. Well, no one bakes bread like my mom, so it's a high standard. And we wouldn't know. We're not getting any. We <laughs> wouldn't have a clue. I'll How rectify that for next time, promise. So, uh, Sporting Front, another uh, two-point loss for Sligo last week. Yes. Very disappointing against Fermanagh, and they had them there at Markovich Park. Yes. And yes. your boys lost last week. They did. Apparently, my boys were diabolical. Really? Yes, I got the inside track on it. Well, we're 0 for 3, I guess. 0 for 3. Yeah, Mayo oh, had a loss yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right, so. Mayo. Well, Mayo yeah. be, uh, got off to an OK start anyway. They beat Kerry out of the it game. Is, so, yeah. um, Cork are now the only unbeaten team up in the uh, in the top division. But there were wins for Kerry, Dublin, Cork and Tyrone last week. And um, also hot off the press, uh, Cora Finn yes. have uh, dethroned St. Vincent's in the All-Ireland Club Championship. Uh, they are on their way to Croke Park for the final. Um, so that is St. Vincent's first loss since 2012. That's an amazing run. An inc- incredible amazing. run. They lost by five points. So it looks like they ran out of steam and Cora Finn, the Galway fi- uh, champions, are in the final. And they'll play uh, the winners of Austin Stacks and Slot Neil. Slot Nile or Slot Neil, I keep forgetting. From Derry. Oh, right on. I promise I'll get that right eventually. Yeah, all yes. right. Good yeah. man, good man. And uh, the Clash of the Ash, Hurland starts, the league starts this weekend. Does indeed. Today, and uh, I believe the Galway Arms are showing, uh, is it Cork Kilkenny? Cork Kilkenny is on, and um, I think Leash might be a playing there later on today. Huh? Yeah. At the Galway? I think so. No way. I think so. Oh my God, That's what's on man. his note anyway. Okay. Though I do think he might might have got it wrong. It might be Limerick playing against Waterford, not Leash playing Waterford. Oh. Two L's. He might have got the uh, L's. No, up. no, because uh, Limerick's not playing uh, Waterford. Okay, well then I, I, think, I, I think Leash uh, I think Let's check that out. All right, we'll yeah. have to. <laughs> Very good. And on the other sticks, uh, golf. Big congratulations to the man that we're hoping to have on this show one day with all your connections. We still don't have him. Shane Lowry, he's into the top 40 and uh, played his first official PGA event last week and uh, finished seventh. Top 10. Top 10. That's not so bad, is it? He's doing well this week. He's over at Pebble Beach, the AT&T Pebble Beach, and he's tied for 26th in that. So... Lots of, uh, and he's two rounds under par there, so he's doing okay. Not and too did you hear about uh, McGinley? He wasn't uh, very long in the US. <laughs> he went, decided to go for a little stroll on the beach, and he was robbed. Yes. Clubs, bag, <laughs> and some yeah. uh, Ryder Cup memorabilia that he was going to auction off at uh, an event. And uh, yeah, stolen out of the car. Yes, unbelievable. Left it unlocked. He went to... Uh, Thought he, he was in Ireland, I guess. He went to university out there. He, he did, better. yeah. He should yeah, know he better. Did. That's right. Yeah. Very good. The big, uh, the big yeah. news today, though, has to be what's about to happen at noon. Ireland the, taking yes. on France yes. at the Aviva. Yes, massive. And, uh, I massive don't remember game. Ireland playing France before, where there was so much optimism about them actually beating France. Yeah. Yeah. Number two team in the world now, Ireland. Uh, no, they dropped. You know that? No, I didn't know. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me. I'm going to tell you they dropped to fourth. In fact. Wow. Yeah. After even even though they beat uh, <laughs> the powerhouse Italy last week, yeah, they dropped be. in the rankings uh, after that game. So, but you know what? They beat France. Maybe they'll jump back up again. Well, of course. Huh? Yeah. Uh, big big game. Yeah. And they're saying it's all coming down, of course, to coaching. Yes. Mr. Schmidt. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, you think Johnny so? Sexton is back in business today. Though. Sexton, big controversy this week about uh, there was a French fella who came out and said that maybe he shouldn't be coming back already. Mm. But of course, he's gone through all the tests. He's been out for over two months with a concussion and all the new rules around that. But he is back. 
And uh, Mr. O'Brien, Sean O'Brien is back. Jimmy Heaslip is back. So they're looking solid, and we'll be uh, looking forward to watching that game right after the show. It is on uh, TV5, the French channel. Oui. Oui, oui. And you can uh, maybe turn down your television if you don't understand French and turn on... uh, RTE. Turn on TuneIn Radio or something. TuneIn Radio. Yeah. Of course, after this show, though. After absolutely, this show, right? Absolutely. And Kevin Doyle uh, on the soccer front could be coming to the Colorado Rapids. Did you know that? I saw that. Yeah, he's out of uh, out of contract, so there could be another Irishman playing in that MLS league. Yeah. And we give up our tickets and everything. Sure, huh? it wouldn't matter. We wouldn't be going down to see them. Ah, we wouldn't. We'd no, be busy. Dead right. Every right. Saturday, we're And busy. speaking of soccer, the fi- and rankings, too, you mentioned. Ireland are now down to 67th in the world. Oh. We're... Um, we're just ahead of Burkini Fallow. Do you know where that is? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say it right. Did I not? No. It's, I Burkini? It's Bur- Burkino Faso. What was it? It's in Africa. I can't even read my own writing. Yeah. It is in Africa. You did your research. You knew I'd ask you that question. I did not. You did too. You have been there, right? Huh? You were there? I was there once, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a mission. They were a great football team over there. I'd say they do the Bur- all right. Burkino Faso Gales. Very good. Excellent. What else? That's it, man. I'm well, I'll tell out. you what, Topped we're going to have uh, nothing but romantic music ah, on stop. this show today. For you and it's I. the most romantic show we've ever done. We have requests coming in. And if you have an old request, you want to send us an email, fire in an old email. The request line is open. Yvonne, you're so lucky you're here today. Ken at you Saturday to Irish Radio. Most romantic. I'm blown away. And we yeah, talk sports for seven minutes. I mean, it can't get more, more romantic than it that. Really yeah? It really can't. It really can't. We know what we're doing. You do, for sure. Do you know your love? Well, I'll tell you what, should we send this out to our, our two first wives, will we? Right, yes, go on. I know my love, this is called, it's the Coors and the Chieftains. Finest kind, but the want of money surely leaves me behind. And 
Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right there, and I got a call from um, Colin uh, McCulloch over at uh, the Belfast Lounge uh, yesterday, and he told me that he's having a St. Valentine's Day uh, special over there tonight. Uh, yes. So all the more reason to get over there to see Colin, and um, he'll have some um, uh, he'll have some nice stuff going on over there. Tonight. Roses. Will he have the roses out? Petals might, all over might, the floor. Yeah, he might. And he also wanted me to let um, his uh, his valued customers know that he will not be open on Monday for Family Day. Oh, Colin's that's nice. Taking some time off with the family there. Why anyway, not? get over there for some uh, St. Valentine's Day in Nosh, but he did uh, reinforce the fact that you should call ahead of time to um, to make sure you get your get your place booked over there. Yeah, Jam- jammers, busy. jammers tonight. Yeah. Always great food over there. Yeah. And not a bad old pint. Nope. Huh? Yeah. Good spot to go, isn't it? Of course, That's you've never place. had a bad one, have you? I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're spot on. Do you remember when you were sweet 16? I do. Um, No, you don't. It's a long time ago now, isn't it? (laughs) Here's the Furies in Sweet 16. Never loved before 
Since first I saw him on the village green Come to me in my dreams of love alone I love you as I loved you When you were sweet When you were sweet For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabin can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabin is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. Okay, very good. Back live in studio here, and we have a special guest in studio today, as I mentioned from the outset. Yvonne is here to tell us a little bit about a big event that's going on um, in Abu Dhabi, in the yeah. Middle East, 
the first of its kind, I think. It is. It's the world. What's the official title? World GAA. World GAA Games. Yeah. Um, so it's something that's been talked about um, every year when uh, the Congress happens and also at the All-Ireland Weekend. All the international units get together, talk about how, you know, the games are going, what they're doing and all the various, you know, four points uh, across the globe. And this notion of a uh, World GA Games has been talked about for a while, but no real motion on it. And finally, the uh, chairman of the Middle Eastern Board said, right, we're going to do this. And mm-hmm. he's put his hand up and said, right, we're going to host it. We'll sort it out. And so it just really has taken on fire since September. Wow. Um, they put some, you know, ideas together, location, which is Abu Dhabi, and, you know, put it out to all the different international units to see what the interest was. Um, Europe was the first uh, unit to come on board. And then the second one was actually Canada. So we're really excited to uh, to be taking part. First time this has ever happened. Wonderful. Wow. So how many teams, any idea how many teams are going to be participating? Yeah, so from the last count, there's going to be 30 teams from uh, all across the world, as I said. Canada are sending three teams. We're sending two men's teams, one from Toronto and one from the East Coast. So mostly Montreal, Quebec City, and there's a player who's uh, parachuting in from St. John's, Newfoundland. Wow. And then we have the ladies from Toronto as well taking part. So uh, Canada will be very well represented. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Great stuff. And there's a couple of bizarre uh, situations here, some un- unlikely places that are going to be represented here with uh, with yeah. a team. Tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, so um, you kind of have your traditional GAA strongholds, like Australia is going to be there, the North American board, New mm. York, Europe, places you would kind of expect. But then we've got, you know, a team from South Africa, a team from Argentina. Um, even in some of the uh, videos and that that they've been putting together, you've got a team from Oman, a team from Kuwait. Um, there's a team from New Delhi going. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those teams have little to no Irish players actually playing. There are mm-hmm. people who are born and raised in those regions who've just taken on the game, love the game, and are playing it. Yeah. So the way the tournament is formatted, there's going to be two divisions. You'll have a division which will you know, be very strongly weighted towards the Irish expats. And then you're going to have another uh, division that will have non-Irish players playing Irish games, which I think is going to be fascinating to watch, and we're all really excited. Wonderful, wonderful. And so, is it like a? Uh, is there a kind of a round robin pooling system of where the grading like teams or? Um we don't have all the details just yet. Um, I would imagine it's a two-day tournament, so we're going to play on the Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be some sort of a round robin, and then the knockouts or the finals will take place on the Saturday. So I would imagine there'll be something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, a lot of it, because this is the first time, we're kind of flying blind a little bit. Um, but as I said, everyone is just super excited. You know, been working really, really hard since the new year has turned, training twice a week. Wonderful. We had trials. Um, so, yeah, we're pretty confident with the teams that we're bringing out. Um, But it's difficult, too, because the players, like everyone has had to raise their own, like has had to put forward the cost of their own trip, which is, you know, it's tough after Christmas. A lot of people were home for Christmas. So uh, so that kind of leads us to uh, the event that's happening next week. What does a flight to Abu Dhabi cost now? A flight to Abu Dhabi is about between 900 to 1200 dollars. So not as much as we thought it was going to be. I suppose time of year is maybe a little bit off peak. Yeah. Uh, But then you've got the hotels and everything else as well. So, yeah. I don't know if you checked out the weather over there, but uh, it was six centimeters, six centimeters of snow there yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. All right, yeah. Yeah, so I'd say Canada. Advantage Canada, I would say. Definitely, we know how to play over there for sure. 
Well, we'll come back and chat to you a little bit more about that because um, I, I think it's a spectacular, I think it's a just, it's going to be a fantastic occasion. Oh, um, absolutely. Love, love, to, love to be able to go to something like that. But uh, hopefully it'll become an annual event and uh, at some stage. We'll put in a seniors team. What's that? Maybe put in a seniors no, team. No, play with the young lads still. Would you? Yeah, lose think so? will be fine, yeah. Mm. Oh God, yeah. I'd say maybe the seniors will be the best <laughs> idea. <laughs> the masters. <laughs> the masters, the exactly. Right, there you go. All right, well, uh, Desmond is patiently waiting on the phone here up in Ottawa. He's at a big event up there, so uh, he'll give us the news from Ireland and then we'll uh, come back with a wee bit of music. Good morning, Desmond. Uh, good morning, Mark and Ken and all your guests there in the studio. And good morning, folks. Desmond Voy here with the news from Ireland for this week, which is coming to you from the Civitan Club in Perth. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories out of making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. What should have been a day when two people started a new life together ended up being a day marked by murder instead. One man died of a gunshot wound and another was shot while a third man was stabbed outside of a wedding at St. Mary's Roman Catholic Church in Newtown, Butler, County Fermanagh, around 1 p.m. on Wednesday. The Irish Daily Mirror reports that a man in his 60s died outside of the wedding of two traveler teenagers despite frantic efforts to save him. The police service of Northern Ireland said that the man was shot fatally and was flown by police helicopter to hospital but died from his injuries. The second shooting victim, believed to be in his 30s, did not sustain any life-threatening injuries. Father Michael King told the paper that he went ahead with the wedding moments after the murder as there was nothing else to be done. He reported that the bride was a bit traumatized and he told her that she was safe and to take some deep breaths. The shooter, meanwhile, tried to make an escape in a white car that crashed near the scene and the shooter is still at large. In political news, a Labour TD has been kicked out of her party for voting against the governing coalition for voting in favour of a private member's bill that would have allowed for abortion in cases of fatal fetal abnormality. According to RTE News, Wicklow TD Anne Ferris was one of 20 TDs to vote in favour of the bill, which was defeated with 104 TDs voting against it. The bill had been proposed by independent socialist TD Claire Daly. Four Labour TDs were not present to vote or abstain, while all of Sinn Féin's TDs abstained on the vote. Labour and Fine Gael voted against the motion, while three Fianna Foyle TDs voted for it after party leader Michal Martin allowed for a free vote. Taoiseach Andy Kenny said that he urged a no vote based on advice given to the coalition by Attorney General Marie Whelan that the bill was unconstitutional. However, both Martin and Sinn Féin leader Jerry Adams wondered why the advice was only shared with the Labour Fine Gael cabinet and not with other TDs who had to vote on the bill. Well, a sad sports story for you this morning and a second tragedy to befall County Fermanagh in this week's news, though this one may have a silver lining. 13-year-old Oshin McGrath died at the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast on Wednesday evening after his family decided to remove him from life support. The under-14 junior player with Belcou O'Rahilly's Gaelic Athletic Club had been in hospital for three days after he was critically injured in a playground incident, according to the Belfast Telegraph. The paper reports that he suffered a traumatic head injury during a Gaelic football game at St. Michael's College in Enniskillen. However, his parents Nigel and Sharon took the brave decision to donate their son's organs in the hopes that his death may mean that others can live. A special prayer mass was held for the boy in Belcou on Wednesday night that drew many, many attendees, and even First Minister Peter Robinson said his death was, quote, heartbreaking, and that he too be praying for the boy. In crime news, a verdict in the story we brought you some time ago. A former Fianna Foyle city councillor, Gary O'Flynn, 39, pleaded guilty to charges of trying to have three people killed. 
He made the confession at Cork Circuit Criminal Court this week to soliciting someone to kill a Garda, a revenue official and an accountant. Judge Sean O'Donovan granted O'Flynn's free legal aid to allow a psychiatrist, Dr. Eugene Moran, Dr. Eugene Morgan rather, to prepare a medical report on his on this issue before sentencing, which is scheduled for April 22nd. O'Flynn was remanded in custody as he did not apply for bail. He served on the council, as his father had done before, from 2003 to 2008. Well, this week in Irish history, we look back on one of Ireland's saddest Valentine's Day ever with the Stardust Club disaster of 1981, when 48 young people died during a fire at the nightclub in Artane, County Dublin, on February 14th. On February 12, 1922, sectarian riots erupted in Belfast, causing, causing the death of at least 30 people. On the same day in 2009, Irish playwright Hugh Leonard, who wrote plays like Da and A Life, is born. And on the same day in 2012, popular Irish actor David Kelly dies. Though he played roles in plays by the likes of heavyweights like Samuel Beckett and William Shakespeare, he is best known for lighter roles like playing Charlie's grandfather in the Johnny Depp remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and for playing O'Reilly the Builder on Faulty Towers. Another theatrical note comes on February 11, 1926, when the audience riots at the premiere of Sean O'Casey's play The Plough and the Stars. Some riot because of perceived sexual undertones, others because they believe it is criticizing the 1916 Rising. February 9, 1854, saw the birth of Sir Edward Carson on Harcourt Street, Dublin. He not only served as the counselor for the Marquis of Queensbury in his successful legal action against Oscar Wilde, but also organized against the Home Rule Bill of 1912, becoming the first signatory of the Ulster Covenant and helped found the Ulster Volunteers. On the same day in 1923, hell-raising Dublin-born playwright Brendan Behan is born. On the same day in 1926, but also in Dublin, a far different personality, Dr. Gareth Fitzgerald, is born. He would lead Ireland from 1981 to 1982, and again later that year until 1987. And there you go, folks. That was news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline, which is now operating year-round service from Toronto to Ireland with connections from now from more than eight Canadian cities. You can now enjoy Aer Lingus's legendary Irish service all at a welcoming price. Spring into Ireland with fares from Toronto to Dublin from $649. Fares to Britain and Europe from $899. Travel from April through June. Book by March 3rd at www.airlingus.com. Fares are round trip. Air transportation charges, taxes, and fees are included. Restrictions apply. Now, from the Civitan Club back down to Toronto, you're up to date. And here are go the lads at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil. Good man, Desmond. Thank you, Desmond. Well, Yvonne, you have a nice romantic request out here, don't you? Oh, I do. <laughs> yes, so uh, I was asked to uh, recommend or request a song. And so the song that's coming up, I know, is one of the favorites in the Morley household. Um, it's After All These Years by Foster and Alan. So you can just picture mom and dad dancing around the dining room uh, listening to this. Darling, come to me Sit you down easily And rest a while Near the soft firelight Cold is the night But warm is my heart with pride Having you by my side You're still my guide 
There you go. <clears throat> That's for uh, John and Kathleen. Now, hopefully, they'll finish the dance off with a big birdie, huh? I'd say that now. Oh, or uh, <laughs> a wee cup of tea, if you've ever seen that video we were just talking about it. Huh? <laughs> Rural Ireland at its best. The missus in the kitchen making a cup of tea, and then they sit down by the fire. Uh, you know what? We didn't have our finger on the. We didn't have our finger on the ten seconder for uh, for for Yvonne's expletive. She's the first to do it. Did you I know think that? so. Yeah. We've had Tommy Tiernan, Brendan Grace on, and no one's ever said a bad word on. Yeah. But should they're saying it all all over Ireland now. <laughs> eh? They don't care so anymore. Like so why, death, we may no, as well get yeah. into it. Well, listen, uh, a message from our friends here at the Galway Arms, located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke, and they invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and also feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the, call, the, the Keane family, or you can call them at 416-251-0096 or visit them at www.galwayarms.ca. And uh, GAA going on in there today, Kenny, uh, 2 o'clock, Cork versus Kilkenny. And it is, in fact, followed on delay by Waterford and Leash. Aha. I should have got the bet in to, to Eddie Brett. And tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, Dublin are taking on Tipperary. And then he's also showing the Austin Stacks slot uh game, slot Nile game, uh, that's a Kerry versus Derry uh, champions uh, to see who plays Corrafin in the final on St. Patrick's Day. Now, also, starting on Monday, he's having a warm-up to St. Patrick's Day. That's where you'll find me. Two for one pints of Guinness, Smithicks, Kilkenny and Harp. 
So um, just wanted to give that a good now that because that's, that's a rare great. one. I have never seen that before. I don't think I've seen yeah, it either. It'd be jammed now. It'd be it'd all over. Listen, be, be getting in for that. You know, all the local fellas there now will be in there lined right, yeah. up. Huh? So John John Morley will take. Uh, he'll probably call in sick on Tuesday, <laughs> right? And, or it could and be pack it in halfway through Monday. I don't know. Could be the Valentine's Day. Uh, Delayed, oh. you know, buy one, get one free. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Works oh, out nicely. Fierce romantic That's altogether. A, yeah. Right, get very good. There. So, listen, um, you mentioned earlier uh, the fundraiser for this event in Abu Dhabi, which yeah. I think is fantastic. Give us some details on that, and we'll make sure everybody is aware. Hopefully, you can get the place kind of sold out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I said, you know, really, we're responsible for raising all of our travel costs. So, uh, we're putting together a fundraiser to help all the players, um, you know, offset some of these costs. And... Uh, but aside from that, it's going to be a really great night. So we're having it at the uh, Lithuanian Banquet Hall, which is at 1573 Bloor Street West, uh, just opposite the Dundas Street West uh, subway station, anytime after 8 o'clock. Uh, it's $10 at the door, or also all of the players who are going on the tour have tickets to sell. So uh, anyone that's involved in a GA club, you know, you probably know who the players are that are on the Canadian team if you want to reach out to them. Or else if you just want to come yourselves, um, it's going to be a great night, as I said. We're going to have, you know, drink specials. Um, we're going to have live entertainment. So Hugo Strani has uh, kindly volunteered his services to come uh, spin a few tunes, which is going to be great. Uh, we're calling it, it's almost like the old... Um, Crazy, crazy nights we used oh, to have yeah. at Patty's place. Uh, Patty Canavan has been really helpful as well, helping us pull it all together. Um, you know, we really, we've been so grateful for the support that we've got. Um, so many different people across the city, um, you know, donating time, donating, you know, sponsorship, etc. The Quinn family are uh, sponsoring the jerseys for us as well, which, you know, we'd like to go on record of, you know, appreciating that too. Um, but certainly next Friday, all roads will lead to Blue Street West. Um, Wonderful. It's going to be a great night, so certainly we'd hope everybody can come out and attend and support. Good. Well done. Fantastic. That's well, great. Natural, huh? Oh, she is indeed, yeah. She could easily replace She'll you. do the Guinness <laughs> calendar of events. Yeah, right maybe. Yeah. That could be good. It'd be nice to have um, a different voice on that. Just while we're on the GA team, uh, Sean Hart mentioned to me last week um, something very interesting I wasn't aware of about the GA in this city. Is that Mike Riley is um, is actually th- ha- was the the longest serving president uh, in the GAA here in Toronto, and uh, I understand uh, Mike is recuperating in hospital. I'm not sure if he's still there or not, but uh, our thoughts go out to uh, to Mike make a, a full recovery there. And um, but um, a big a big giant in the GAA community, uh, Mike was um, when I first came out to the city. Can I? Um, when I first came out here, uh, I, I'd go to training on a Thursday night, yeah. and um, a phone call would go into Mike Riley, and I'd be working the following Monday. Never doubt that man That's got great. me so much work in the city when I first came out here for a few summers. So anyway, hopefully he's uh, feeling better. Absolutely, mm-hmm. very I good. Well, I got a I got an important text during the week. Oh, yeah, or most romantic man on Pierce Road in Sligo. You got the, that. The Rosser sent in a text to me. He said, hey, <laughs> hey, son, would you mind playing an old uh, tune for the mammy? You know, and I said, sure, I will. What would you like? And he said, I want to hear uh, one from Tommy Fleming. Tommy Fleming, was oh, nice. he was discovered by Phil Coulter. <laughs> and uh, they played together on this track. And a little romantic one, I'm sure now, uh, much like John, another Mayo man. Rosser will be up there on the dance floor now with Marlon. And this is Steal Away.
steal away let's steal away no reason left to stay for me and you let's start anew and darling steal away let's steal away and chase our dream and hope they never find us the dreary days the empty nights we leave them all behind us and steal away let's steal away no reason left to stay for me and you let's start anew and i'll steal away we leave with just our memories and make a new beginning we have to choose to eat or lose and it's time we start winning Place to Tommy Fleming, I'll tell you. He uh, he's from Sligo, you know. He's from Eclair in Sligo, which is very close to the border of Mayo. I'd say the Mayo folks now be trying to steal him. Huh? I'd say once, once he while. got to the age of consent, now he bolted out of that place, did he? Well, I don't know, maybe Moved down to uh, Galway or somewhere. Yeah, you somewhere never know. Cultured. Ah, not at all, no. 
folks in Sligo like after him. And speaking of Sligo, I was watching uh, the Fla Kjol Nahern. They have uh, episodes on the RTE player. So if you're ever looking for something to do, it's great. Mm-hmm. Great. They do about a 25-minute show on there, about four or five episodes up there. And another thing that we got from uh, Smitty there a couple of weeks ago was the nationwide uh, show from uh, RTE. Mm-hmm. They did... Uh, a little piece on Toronto, a whole show, in fact, on Canada. But there's uh, lots of folks um, from our, our community on there in the Toronto community. Kathy Murphy's on there. Maureen Mulvey O'Leary in her dance studio. Looking great on TV. They Is were. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, and my parents were telling me about that. And I said, when I watched it, I said, you know, I'm in that. Hmm. They're like, no, I never saw you. <laughs> so there's a picture in Kathy Murphy's office. Yes. With when the president was here. <laughs> and only that I knew what You're the picture was. I'm in behind there. So but there you go. That means that I am on it too. You'd be in there, would you? Yeah. yeah. Deadly, huh? I'm going to watch it now. Now I have a reason. All right. Well, we move on. Another wee bit of music. Jim McCann. Huh? A classic. A classic. Grace. Yeah. You know oh, who Grace yeah. was, you don't you? I'm all lined up I today. lined up. Romantic. Yeah. They weren't romantic when we were listening to them. No, they weren't. Up. They were just These are fierce songs. romantic now, aren't they? <laughs> As we gather in the chapel here in old Kilmainham jail, I think about these past few weeks. Oh, will they say we failed from our school days? They have told us we must yearn for liberty. Yet all I want. In this dark place Is to have you here with me Oh Grace, just hold me in your arms And let this moment linger They'll take me out at dawn And I will die With all my love I'll place this wedding ring upon your finger There won't be time to share our love For we must say goodbye Now I know it's hard for you, my love To ever understand Love I bear for these brave men My love for this dear land But when Porrick called me to his side Down in the GPO I had to leave my own sick bed To him I had to go Just hold me in your arms And let this moment linger They'll take me out at dawn And I will die With all my love I'll place this wedding ring Upon your finger There won't be time to share for we must say goodbye 
Now as the dawn is breaking, my heart is breaking too. On this May morn, as I walk out, my thoughts will be of you. And I'll write some words upon the wall, so everyone will know. I loved so much that I could see his blood upon the road. Oh, Grace, just hold me in your arms and let this moment linger. They'll take me out at dawn. Now I must die. With all my love, I'll place this wedding ring upon your finger. There won't be time to share our love, for we must say goodbye. Oh, there won't be time to share our love, so we must say goodbye. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Here we go, folks, with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events uh, for, of course, Saturday, February the 14th. And it's the romantic day that St. Valentine's is in it and why not with the Toronto Rose applications closing today ladies between the ages of 18 to 28 who are of Irish descent are welcome to apply but you must get it in today you must give Shannon an old call at 519-731-2664 or send her an email at Toronto Rose of Tralee at hotmail.com the Toronto Irish players uh, their new play is starting up on February the 19th and it runs through March the 7th it's called Elvis's Toenail. And for information, you can give them a call at 416-440-2888 or send them an email at torontoirishplayers at gmail.com. And that all takes place at 70 Berkeley Street in Toronto. A fundraiser uh, supporting the Toronto men's and ladies Gaelic football teams representing Canada in the inaugural World GAA Games in Abu Dhabi is taking place on Friday, February the 20th at the Lithuanian Banquet Hall, 1573 Bloor Street West, and that's at the Dundas West Street Station. Doors open at 8pm and tickets are only $10 for information. You can call the sister of the lady we've had in studio today, Lorraine Morley, at 416-997-9227. And speaking of the Morleys, the Mayo Pub Night is on on February the 21st at the Galway Arms. They'd like to let all our listeners know that the Mayo Association are donating the proceeds of the pub night to the Mayo Roscommon Hospice. On Wednesday, February the 25th, Patrick O'Day. Direct from Ireland will be coming to the Emerald Isles Senior Centre at 1190 Danforth Avenue, and that's in Toronto, of course. He'll be doing a dance workshop from 7.30 to 9.30. For more information, contact Maureen Mulvey O'Leary at 416-446-6993 or send Maureen an email at moleary2001 
at rogers.com. The 37th annual Mass in honour of St. Patrick will happen on Saturday, March the 1st at 3.30pm. Principal celebrant, uh, celebrant and homilist will be His Eminence Cardinal Collins, Archbishop of Toronto. There'll be a blessing of the Shamrock. And Ethna Heffernan will be there as the harpist. It's all taking place at St. Celia's Church, 161 Annette Street. And that's in the Keelan Dundas area. For more information, give them a call at 416-769-8163. And of course, there'll be tea and coffee and a selection of baked treats after Mass. And that'll be in the hall. The IPOY luncheon honouring Mr. Eddie Brett will be taking place on March the 8th at the Toronto Hilton Hotel. That's at 145 Richmond Street. And that all takes place at 12 noon, of course, after the flag raising at City Hall with uh, Bernie Hanrahan of, of Kerry. And that takes place at 11 a.m. Tickets for the luncheon are only $65, and you can reserve your tickets by calling Anne Looney at 416-621-2520. And, of course, the St. Patrick's Day luncheon, the Ireland Fund of Canada's big luncheon, the largest St. Patrick's Day luncheon in the world. Why not come out and join them? You can get ticket information from Jane Noonan at 416-367-8311. And this year's luncheon will be celebrating and honouring Jim Flaherty. And that same evening on Friday uh, the 13th, it'll be the Grand Marshal's reception and dance honouring Toronto's Chief of Police, Bill Blair. That's taking place at Casa Loma and it all begins at 8pm. Entertainment will be by Hugo Strani and he'll be uh, recreating the cabaret night experience of Ireland. Traditional Irish dancers will be there performing as well. There'll be hors d'oeuvres and food stations and tickets are $85 and that includes your coat check and a $50 gift voucher. The Wolf Tones on St. Patrick's Day will be uh, entertaining us all at the Estonia House, 958 Broadview Avenue. The band will hit stage at 7.30. Tickets are $40. And for more information, you can contact Alan at 416-402-3729. And uh, for all the email addresses, phone numbers, and of course websites, you can go to our website, saturdayirishradio.com. We there? Are we live? We're live. Good man yourself. Okay. Well, listen, back live in studio here. <clears throat> and uh, before we sign off here, Yvonne, first of all, thanks a lot for coming in. But preparations are all well underway. Absolutely. What did that entail? Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned, we've been training twice a week since uh, the new year has uh, turned. We have Sundays out at Monarch Park, which uh, for anyone who hasn't been out that side of the city, they have a domed um, field, which is great for us. And we've been really fortunate to get that facility. Uh, And then that's followed up by some gym sessions to keep the old fitness going, uh, build ourselves up after, you know, the various treats and nights out uh, leading up to Christmas. But it's all coming together really well. I mean, the dedication of all the players, all the trainers, um, you know, it's been unbelievable. And we're so very fortunate that everyone's been so dedicated. And we certainly look forward to putting on a great performance and representing Canada really well out there. And hopefully, you know, come middle of March, we'll come back with a bit of silverware and, Wonderful. you know, parade that around the city, hopefully. Well, well I think done. it's great that you're doing it. And I wish you the, we wish you the very we best do of luck. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe we could have a... 
we'll have, have a chat with you when you're over there. That'll be kind of maybe the middle of the night. I don't call know. in. I call in. <laughs> Thirteen chat. hour time difference, so I don't know what that would work out um, to be. Mira, mm-hmm. you have a birthday in the household next week, do you? We do. Yes, a very special birthday next Friday to uh, the main man in the Morley household, my dad. All right, uh, twenty one again. Yeah, <laughs> Kathleen, you have a week to figure out what to do for the man. Exactly. What do you give the man who has everything? Ah, sure now. So it's the dilemma she faces. Another dance. Yes, that's it. <laughs> well, I hope the feet are all. Uh, yeah, there'll be a load of fellas now with their feet put up for the rest of the afternoon, or in yeah. basins of hot water after all yeah. that dancing today. We're going yeah. to go out with a track here. It's uh, Paddy Riley and the Dubliners, and the town I love so well. Slán, folks. <laughs> Investing in Canada's infrastructure creates jobs. At 